Welcome, guys, to episode one of my podcast. Uh, my name is Sam Ojeda. Uh, however, this podcast is yet to have a name, and I mean, that'd be up to you guys to figure out uh, what this podcast ought to be named. Um, but basically, it's going to be a sports podcast. Um, it's going to be a lot of baseball, whether that's high school, college, uh, the major leagues, obviously. A lot of NCAA football, since I follow that very closely. And then just kind of any big news stories that come up um, over the weeks. Um, I don't know how quickly this will come out. I am about to start school at Hutchinson Community College. Uh, I actually move in next Monday. And I'm going to be playing baseball there with the hopes of, you know, moving on to a higher level of baseball and – finding a way to build my career in baseball. Um, I ultimately, if baseball doesn't work out, want to be a broadcaster and a journalist for baseball. I mean, I could probably do a lot of different sports, but I'd prefer just to do baseball. Um, But, you know, obviously, Major League Baseball dreams come first. Um, But on the broadcasting side, journalism side, this is probably um, the first step. So let's get into it. And we are going to hop into first trade deadline results. Um, Obviously, you cannot talk about the trade deadline without talking about the Juan Soto trade from the Nationals to the Padres. Um, And obviously, everybody talks about um, what the Padres got in this trade. You know, they got Juan Soto. Um, who's a 249 hitter. I mean, he's got a little over 20 home runs. You know, not his best year um, by any means. I mean, last year hit 313, 29 home runs, um, 282 with 34 home runs in 2019. Um, and they also got Josh Bell, an all-star. You know, you, you can't sleep on Josh Bell. I mean, if you look at what he's done this year, he's hitting 297 with 14 home runs. Um, he's actually stayed healthy this year, which is kind of a rare thing for Josh Bell, a uh, former second-round pick. Um, you know, he's been consistent throughout his career. He's a career 266 hitter. I mean, he will hit January between 15 and 35 home runs. But what I really want to talk about is what the Nationals got in return in this deal. Because believe it or not, they actually got a pretty nice package. Uh, and I think the headliner here is... Uh, C.J. Abrams. You know, C.J. Abrams is a rookie this year. Um, he's not off to the great start in his major league career. 232 this year um, with two home runs. He's only been up here for 46 games. Um, only stolen one base, which is kind of his thing. 605 OPS. Um, getting on base about 29% of the time. But the reason why I'm so excited about C.J. Abrams is you have to look at his minor league statistics. Okay, So again, he's only been up for 46 games. And sometimes it does take rookies time to adjust to the major league level. So this year in the minor leagues, um, both in AAA, he hit uh, 295 this year. You know, obviously didn't show the power that's on his thing, but he had 11 stolen bags in the minor leagues this year. Uh, 908 career OPS in the minor leagues. Um, He never hit more than seven home runs. You know, he never had more than uh, 14 doubles, so you're not really going to expect that... um, OPS plus to be high, but that on base percentage, I mean, 387 career in the minor leagues, you know, that's something that's 
obviously not easy to accomplish. Um, another one I would look at is Luke Voigt. I mean, they brought Luke Voigt in um, in this deal. And, I mean, in that COVID season of 60 games, Luke Voigt was, heck, he was an MVP candidate. I mean, he absolutely raked. And he's obviously not the most intense first baseman defensively. But, you know, he'll give it to you. So in the COVID-shortened season, he had 56 games. He hit 22 home runs and hit 277. Now, he did go on a big skid to end the year. Um, and it, but he has a chance to bring back that production um, that he's always had. I mean, it's, it, it's a, that's already a pretty decent package, obviously not for someone like Juan Soto. But when you add in... Who else they brought in in this trade? I mean, you got Mackenzie Gore, who has the potential to be a really good starter for them. Robert Hassell, the third. Um, James Wood and Jarlene Susanna. So, honestly, it's a pretty dang good return for the Padres. And, you know, I'd like to see them make the playoffs. I'd like to see them make the ALCS. You know, I'm a big fan of the Padres. You know, I'd love to see Fernando Tatis get healthy. They have a really good pitching staff with Chris Paddock and Mike Clevenger, just to name a few. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go out and get a little more bullpen. I mean, Taylor Rogers is all right, but, you know, one solid bullpen, mar bullpen arm isn't really going to get you through the trade deadline uh, or through the season, I mean, in, into the postseason. That's going to really catch up to them I think so adding Harlan Susanna even though he is a prospect um, you know there is a shot that they could make a run the other interesting thing about this deal so Eric Hosmer who is now with the Red Sox was with the Padres and he was originally a part of this trade to the Nationals but the Nationals was actually on his no trade list and so he vetoed the trade because uh, the no trade list thing was a part of his contract. If you didn't know, they could have a list of anywhere between five and ten schools that they didn't want to get, or not schools, teams that they didn't want to get traded to. So he ends up landing up in the Red Sox. You know, we'll talk about that later. Um, but the other one that I find interesting, ironic, fun is Joey Gallo going to the Dodgers from the New York Yankees, and I am a Yankees fan. A huge Yankees fan. It's currently 8.32 where I am right now. And they play at 9 o'clock. And you best believe that I'm going to be getting on that TV. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about this trade. So, since this trade, on the trade deadline, the Yankees, who were the best team in baseball, have lost five straight games. The Dodgers, since getting Joey Gallo, have won five straight games. Joey Gallo has never been a contact hitter, but he's always provided some power. He's got 170 home runs in his career. He's been up since, or his first full season was in 2017. His career batting average is 201, but his on-base percentage is still 333, so he's getting on 33% of the time. OPS... 0.799, um, and he strikes out a lot. But I don't think that's why the Yankees traded Joey Gallup. You know, obviously his contract is pretty large, but if you listen to some of the things that he said um, in podcasts or interviews 
that I have heard. I mean, the man was straight up depressed. If I can pull up here some of the things that he said, he said, honestly, I didn't live up to the expectations. He said that there were times he would force himself to throw up before games because he was so nervous. I mean, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a guy who needed to be traded. And obviously, the Yankees didn't receive much back. I mean, Clayton Beater is not a bad arm uh, by any means, but he, he's a minor league arm. He's a prospect. And the Yankees, and that's how you can tell the Yankees really just wanted to let him go. Um, so obviously, Dodgers winner of that deal. Red Sox acquire Eric Hosmer for two prospects. Um, Jay Groom is one of the prospects. Um, Eric Hosmer obviously coming in to replace Bobby Dahlbeck, who only has a 6.42 OPS. Um, another one, the Phillies. You know, this one I didn't didn't necessarily make sense to me, um, because I wouldn't necessarily say that the Phillies are in contention. You know, they're nine and a half games back uh, from the Mets, and obviously the Mets are obviously going to win that division. I mean, they are just absolutely crushing everyone that they play. You know, and they're back in the wild card by... Oh, I stand corrected. The Phillies are actually in the wild card. So that deal, you know, does improve the pitching staff. Uh, but they're obviously not going to come and win the division. But they gave up Mickey Moniak. And uh, Mickey Moniak is a good player. I mean, he... He was a high-talented prospect at one point, and, you know, for Noah Syndergaard, a guy who's really unhealthy sometimes, has been really bad sometimes, you know, you hope that it's worth it for the Nationals, I'd say. Um, the Twins won to secure their division. They go out and get Tyler Maley from the Reds. Rysel Iglesias from the Angels, been one of the best relievers this year, um, goes to the Braves, and they get Jesse Chavez again, who is being traded again. Um, and honestly, the main reason I think the Angels did this is to clear up space to pay their players. I mean, he had a four-year, $58 million contract that's going to be sent off. Um, Iglesias' career, uh, 156 saves, you know. It, 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 it will do the job. Whit Merrifield, the Blue Jays. This is a trade that I think really went under the radar. Uh, especially with the Yankees' recent skid, the Blue Jays are creeping up on them in the division. It's nine and a half games now as I'm recording this. Whit Merrifield's a good hitter. I mean, I know he's only hitting 240 this year, but the man walks a ton, and he still uses bases. He's 15 stolen bases this year. Um, the Royals doing the whole royal thing. If they don't win with their farm system, they just start over with a brand new farm system. They got the 16th prospect uh, from the Blue Jays and another prospect, 23-year-old arm, Max Castillo. Here's a trade for me that didn't make sense. I'm a Yankees fan, so obviously I'm going to have an opinion on this deal. Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader. Why? You know, the Yankees didn't need an outfielder. I mean, sure, the Cardinals need an arm, but this trade makes absolutely no sense for the Yankees. I know they got Frankie Montas, and obviously that's a deal that we can break down right now. Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino come over. I'm not quite sure for who. 
uh, for four prospects. Um, no one, no one notable from the Yankees. They didn't give up much. Uh, Luis Medina did go. J.P. Sears, Cooper Bowman, and Ken Wendell Cook. Um, heck, yeah. But Harrison Bader, Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery was producing. He was good. The Yankees had ever since the trade deadline have been struggling with their starting pitching. It's not looking like the Frankie Montes deal is working out after his outing yesterday. Um, some other notable trades. Definitely Trey Mancini um, to the Astros. That's going to help them a lot in the outfield. Josh Hader in a Padres uniform looks hilarious. Uh, I guess they did send Taylor Rogers, So they really traded best reliever for best reliever. Um, we'll see how that works out for them. They also, Padres got rid of Denelson Lament. That's a big contract for them. Um... But yeah, that's really all I'm looking at for huge trades. I mean, David Peralta goes to the Rays. That's not really going to help them. Luis Castillo goes to the Mariners for four prospects. The Mariners needed one more arm. That's going to be a really good deal for them. And then obviously, if you want to scroll down and see that Andrew Benatendi to the Yankees, I didn't like that deal. I don't think they needed him. I think they could have easily um, brought up someone better. I mean, it doesn't really make sense to me, but... Yeah, that's the trade deadline recap. Um, Padres got a good haul in return. It's very overlooked. Soto, hope he produces. They can make a run. Um, absolutely no reason that Jordan Montgomery should have been traded for Harrison Bader. Didn't make sense. Where Mirrorfield of the Blue Jays could help them win the division. Uh, Josh Hader and Taylor Rogers reliever for reliever. We'll see what that happens with the Padres. And yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. And we're hopping back on to Major League Baseball. Um, and what we're going to talk about is what I think is going to happen this offseason. Now that the trade deadline's over, um, we can mark my predictions now. And then we will see what happens um, in the offseason. See if I'm right. See if I'm wrong. Um, but the player I want to start out with is Aaron Judge. Obviously, we have to start out with Aaron Judge. He is the biggest offseason talk when it comes to you know whether the Yankees are going to sign him, whether they let him go, whether he goes to L.A., whether he goes to St. Louis. I mean, come on. And here's the thing. Aaron Judge is the front runner right now for AL MVP. He's hitting right around 300. He's hit 43 home runs. Who knows? He might hit another tonight. The game's about to start. But he is from the West Coast. And as much as this pains me to say, I don't think he's going to be a Yankee next year. I think he's going to be a Dodger. Why? Because the Dodgers get everybody. Trevor Bauer. Freddie Freeman. They're probably going to re-sign Trey Turner. I mean, they just, they just get everybody. Mac, I mean, they had Max Scherzer at one point. I mean, it, Mookie Betts. It's, it's just ridiculous. Obviously, I think there's a chance that Judge doesn't even hit free agency uh, and gets his huge contract from the Yankees. But I, I, I do think that Aaron Judge will end up with the Dodgers on a $35 or $36 million deal. 
Uh, and that, that, that'd be right around what uh, Mike Trout makes. Uh, I think Mike Trout is 35 million. Let's see. 35.54 million per year for Mike Trout. Uh, my prediction is going to be a Dodger. He's going to slide right in there with Mookie. Heck, Bellinger, if he ever comes back, and be the same player that he's always been. I think that'd be fun. As much as it pains me to be a Yankee fan and see him go, I, I just don't I don't see him in pinstripes next year. I think that the judges' chambers get taken out of right field, and he goes and wins a potential MVP with the Dodgers. All right, next, right-handed pitcher. Jacob DeGrom. He is back, everybody. Um, whether he was in single A, double A, triple A, making a start with hundreds of people watching his bullpens. I don't know if you guys ever saw that video. That video was awesome. He's going to be a Met. I don't see him leaving. He's invested so much in the Mets. They're good, finally. He could win a World Series this year. He's obviously going to make the playoffs. And if he keeps pitching like he has, you know, next year he could be another Cy Young Award winner. He's already won two. He throws a freaking 95-mile-an-hour slider. The Mets are going to pay him. New York loves him. He loves New York. You know, I, I just... Probably, I'd like to see him get $175 million. Um, but I'd put him at 150 for three, four, five years. If he gets four, it'd be 150. If he gets five, it'll probably be 200. But I think he only gets a four-year deal since, you know, he is starting to age so Jacob deGrom the New York Mets other suitors potentially you know New York he could flip towns you know he could go from bluffs to the Bronx and be a Yankee I could see that happening I could see him going to the Braves to add to that insane rotation but I do think he will end up a Met all right let's go ahead and look at Trey Turner Trey Turner is the graceful sliding, space-stealing, speedy, versatile player. He's good. Where is he going to go? I feel like this one isn't really talked about as much um, as others would say. You know, honestly, maybe this is my Yankee bias, but if the Yankees don't get Judge, they're going to get someone big. And I will tell you who I think that will be in just a second. Trey Turner, good ball player. You know, he's having another good year this year. And I just, I I don't know where he's going to go. I truly don't. If I had to make a prediction, I'd say he stays in L.A., you know, he's hitting 305 this year, 18 home runs. He's stolen 19 bases. You know, that's impressive. I'd say one other place that he could go would be Philadelphia in the East because they literally just don't have a shortstop. Scott Kingery didn't work out for them. Gene Segura sucks. Didi Gregorius is bad. It just doesn't make sense. He could end up there. You know, I, I could see him ending up in L.A. with the Angels just flipping town, a lot like I mentioned with the Grom. Mixing in with David Fletcher, I think that would be a good infield. But right now, I'm going to put him staying in Los Angeles. All right, the next one. The guy that I think will be a Yankee. 
And people are going to call me crazy for this, but it's going to be Wilson Contreras. As much as I love Jose Trevino, as much fun he was watching in the All-Star game, working with Nestor Cortez, he is not a long-term catcher, and I think the Yankees are a great catcher away from being a consistent World Series team, and I think Wilson Contreras is that guy. A lot of people say he's going to stay with the Cubs. The Cubs almost traded him. I don't see them signing him. And if they attempt to, it'll be a low contract. He's a 20-homer player. He's great defensively, 2.8 war. He's 30 years old. You know, I have him ending up in New York. People say Houston. I don't agree. People say St. Louis. I don't agree. I mean, I could see St. Louis, but, I mean, he's Cub diehard. He's not going to stay with the Cubs, but he sure as heck ain't going to St. Louis. Um, and I will tab him now with the Yankees. A guy we talked about earlier, Josh Bell. Currently, he was with the Nationals, currently with the Padres. Um, Brandon Belt's retiring. I got him going to the Giants. Um, lefty swing. Love to see some splash balls there. I hate the Red Sox. I hate the Red Sox with a passion. Uh, and so it's going to pain me to talk about Xander Bogarts here. Where do I think Xander Bogarts is going to go? Well, I don't think he's going to be a Red Sox next year. That's for sure. Um, you know, some people say St. Louis. Some people say New York. I'd rather have Trey Turner. Heck, I'd rather have neither of them and bring up Oswaldo Peraza and Anthony Volpe. Uh, if you can't tell me Yankees fan, <laughs> well, I am. Um, Xander Bogarts. I'm going to say San Francisco. I think he's going to fit right in there. I think that's a tool that they need. I think Josh Bell's going to end up there. That could be a really nice infield. You know, they have Mauricio Dubon. They have uh, Carl Yus uh, Mike Yastrzemski. They have a decent pitching staff. They're young. I think he'd give a little bit of a veteran presence, and I think he'll fit in there. All right, guys, so that's going to be it for my playoff prediction or uh, my free agency predictions if you guys think i'm crazy let me know if you guys think i have you know a fair shot and you agree with me on these um also let me know there and we are going to cut to our last segment of the day all right so for the last segment of the day um i think it's also going to be a fun segment i'm going to do some would you rathers of sports and the first one that i've got is would you rather be the cubs curse killer steve bartman or scott norwood and if you don't know who scott norwood is he was the place kicker for the bills um when the four falls of buffalo they just kept losing and losing and losing oh man and he just blew it. I mean, he dropped the ball. This wasn't a good day. Did a bad job placeholding. Honestly, Steve Bartman's got death threats. Scott Norwood's got death threats. But at least Steve Bartman was able to go back to somewhat of a regular life. Steve Norwood had to live in Bill's infamy for the rest of his life. And the Cubs got the World Series. The Bills never got a Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with... Steve Bartman. Alright. The next one. Alright. So the next one I have is. Would you rather. 
be a great player with a trashed legacy or a good player that few will remember. Obviously, some great examples of players that have trashed legacies that were great. Uh, Roger Clemens, uh, Barry Bonds, Jose Kinsenko, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Alex Rodriguez, because of the steroid era. Obviously, me, myself, I'm not a big fame guy. Um, if you look at people who were good, but few remember, um, a great example of a player like that will be like Howie Kendrick. Howie Kendrick was really good for a really long time, but he was never the star of a team. Um, but, you know, he's still a really good ball player. So I, I'm going to go with I'd rather be a good player that few will remember. All right. So here's a funny one. Would you rather listen to Stephen A. Smith rant for eight hours or be Johnny Manziel's teammate? Well, with the NIL now out, Johnny Manziel, what he would have done would have been legal. And I really don't think if it was for a couple of those things, Johnny Manziel would have gone as crazy. However, Stephen A. Smith, although he may be annoying, he's very funny. And just off the fact that he is funny, I'm going to go with Stephen A. Smith. Would I rather take a punch from Mike Tyson <laughs> or have Alex Morgan take my place? If you don't know who Alex Morgan is, uh, you should. She's an American women's soccer player who is just incredible. Um, would I rather take a punch from Mike Tyson or Alex Morgan take a punch from Mike Tyson? Well, Mike Tyson was crazy strong. I think we'd probably both die if we took said punch, so... Uh, we'll put Alex Morgan there. Would I rather join an NHL line brawl or try to tackle Marshawn Lynch? Um, I wouldn't be able to do either. I'm too much of a wimp. Um, but I think, you know, I don't have a chance of dying for Marshawn Lynch, so we'll go with Marshawn Lynch. And lastly, would I rather get tackled full speed by Jadavion Clowney or take a Ronaldo kick to the face? Well, we've seen the clip of Jadavion Clowney at South Carolina tackling the Michigan quarterback before he even basically starts moving. That looked like it hurt. Jadavion Clowney's older now, so that is a factor. You know, Ronaldo is one of the best soccer players ever. He kicks the ball very aggressively hard. And, you know, he just got that little extra intensity. I feel like it hurt really, really bad, and I would really struggle getting kicked in the face by Ronaldo. Um, so I'm going to go get tackled full speed by Jadavion Clowney, specifically because I don't think I would have a concussion for a year. All right, everybody, and that is going to wrap up the first episode of this no-named sports podcast um thank you for listening obviously share it with your friends leave a like um 
I'd really like to have this grow into something, grow into something I can do during college, um, just outside of baseball and school. And someone give me a name for this dang thing. Uh, peace out.